Hey, if you're an entrepreneur and you haven't quite reached your goals, you haven't quite um, reached the level that you know you can and the impact that you can have in your business, then this episode for you. In this episode, we're going to talk all about what's holding you back from building your team and growing that business. And it may not be exactly what you're thinking. So if that interests you in growing your business and expanding your reach, then stick around and keep listening. All right, I'm Joe Sova. This is the Joe Sova Business Show. Thank you for being here. So excited you're here. If you are a driven entrepreneur who is a leader for your business, for your field, for your industry, in your life, if you feel deep down inside you that you are called for more impact, more income, that freedom, the very reason you started becoming an entrepreneur in the first place, then you're in the right place. Because today we're talking about taking your business, what you know, the cliche term is to the next level. This is the truth, and it may not be what you think. So stick around here. This is an important episode because we're going to cover something that um, a lot of these books back here don't cover. All right, you can get ways to grow your team or hire somebody. That that's out there, right? There's different methods of doing that. I cover some of that um, in my programs, but more importantly, we're going to go much much deeper today than you probably expected, and this is a good thing. So stick with me till the end, and, and at the end, I'll give you three. Three takeaways that you can actually implement right now. All right. So for all you people that are like, I don't want to think deep today. I just want something to do. <laughs> I got that for you too. But you got to listen to the end. All right. And it all makes sense. We'll wrap it up in a nice, nice bow, right? And get, give you that uh, that to take away from this episode. Um, but let's look at this. So the the real issue that most entrepreneurs, if you're like many of them out there, the real issue that you might think you have about building your team isn't that you don't want to right? It's that you don't trust. I'm going to say that again. The issue with building your team and growing your business isn't that you don't want to, because you likely have the desire. You likely have the drive. You likely have the want to work hard and do all the stuff to build your business. But the missing component is trust, all right? Stick with me here. This is where we're going to go deep, and I'm going to break all of this down. Now, some people might say, well, listen, I'm going to save a few dollars. I'm not going to hire that extra team member, right? Maybe you have uh, nobody. Maybe it's just you. You're a solopreneur. Or maybe you have a, a virtual assistant or a contractor somewhere um, or, or somebody who's kind of doing some things on the side for you, right? And you're like, if I hire somebody new, right, that's going to cost me money. And I don't want to waste that money. Nobody wants to do that, right? And you're just unsure if that's going to work, right? Is that really a money issue? In fact, it's not. What you're saying is that you don't trust that that investment will pay off because it's an investment into somebody. If you were to hire somebody, you're saying, I need to trust that that investment will actually pay off. Otherwise, you resist and don't do it. All right, let's look at another example. Another common, um, common uh, resistance that I hear from people that I may be coaching is I don't know how and I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to manage people, right? Managing people scares me. I don't want to do it. I don't know how to do it. I've never done it before. Right, I'm the lone wolf. I'm I'm maverick, right? I I I work alone, and and that's what I do. And what that really means, it's not that you want to just work alone, right? Because you know, in order to scale your business, you've got to scale your business. It's not just a revenue thing. You've got to scale your actual team, right? So you already logically know that. So when you say I don't want to manage somebody, right, it really comes down to, do I trust myself to lead others? Okay, stick with that. I'm going to dive deep into each of these here momentarily. All right. And the third thing 
And this is maybe, the, all these are important. This is maybe the most important, all right? A common thing I hear, coaching businesses one-on-one, I hear, I'll do it later when I have more customers. I'll do it later when I have more revenue. I'll do it later when I get to X, Y, Z customers. Right? I'll do it later. And what that really comes down to, you may or may not realize this yet, is that's trusting yourself to do what actually matters. Right? Get out of the busy and do what actually matters in the business. All right. So those are the three areas we're going to cover in this episode. All right, let's look at the first one. So again, this isn't an issue of you not wanting to grow your business because you really do. This is an issue of trust. And the first is trusting others, right? Making sure that investment pays off. When you hand something off to employee X, right? Or employee number one, maybe, right? You hand something off to them. Do you trust them to handle it, right? One of the key principles you talk about in the pillars that we break down is, is how to delegate things, right? You delegate to accelerate your business. That's something that you likely heard if you've listened to any other episodes here. Delegate to accelerate. So do you trust yourself to delegate to somebody else? And do you trust them to handle the work that you're delegating them to, right? You hand that off. Are you, are you freaking out and you're, uh, you know, in front of your computer like, oh my gosh, are they really going to get this done? When are they going to get it done? How are they doing it? And this becomes a common term out there is micromanagement. Nobody. I, I, I love it when people say they're in an interview and they say, oh, yeah, I don't want to be micromanaged, right? Or the, uh, the, the person who's doing the interview says, you know, I, I don't want to micromanage anybody, right? Of course not. Nobody, nobody wants to be micromanaged out there, right? That's watching every step of the way. Yet, what many entrepreneurs do is hand something off, and then they're checking every little last thing, saying exactly how to get it done, right? They're, they're handing it off for the work, but they're answering all the questions, and, and they're figuring it all out for the person. The person becomes a robot to do it exactly as you said, right? It's, that's the opposite of trusting somebody to handle the work, right? You've got to allow them to learn. The only way they will learn is by actually doing things, right? You don't, baby doesn't learn to walk by the parents grabbing their legs and helping them walk, right? That's not how the baby learns to walk. Now, hopefully you're not hiring babies in your business. That would be weird unless you're like a diaper company and maybe, you know, for models or something. Anyways. Getting back on track, you allow people to learn by actually doing, okay? And so when you don't trust others, that's what's holding you back from actually growing and allowing that team to expand, all right? So that's number one, trusting others. So key, so important, all right? Number two, this is one that hits home with a lot of people, is trusting yourself to lead, not manage. Now, what does that mean? It sounds like the same thing. Leading, manager, is it just, you know, is this just words interchange there? No, it's not. Right? A manager is somebody who has people work for them and they do what they're told. Right? There's not much accountability there. There's simply following a list of instructions, not a lot of critical thinking, problem solving, that sort of thing. A leader has that trust. Right? They have people who share a vision with them much deeper than simply punch in, punch out, get things off my plate, right? push the paper to the next pile and get done with work. Right? A leader is sharing a vision and that accountability for the outcomes of the work that needs to be done and whatever that looks like within the business, all right? So do you ask yourself, do you trust yourself to be able to lead, right? Nobody wants to manage people. Nobody wants to micromanage people, especially. But do you trust yourself to lead somebody? Do you trust yourself to lead somebody to become a better version of themselves? That's what a leader is. It's not having somebody, now, 
don't get me wrong, processes, that's part of what we teach, processes is important, but it's not a matter of just making sure somebody's following a process. It's a matter of leading them to their greater good, right? Which in turn leads to the business and everybody around them, right? So leading versus managing is a critical aspect. Do you trust yourself to lead to create that impact with the people that are in your business? When you share a vision, that becomes much, much easier. And you'll find that when you share that vision with your team and you're able to lead them versus manage, they open up and start taking that accountability. And if, now listen, not everybody will. They're not the right fit. There's a misalignment there. That vision isn't the same if they're not willing to take that accountability, right? And, and I could have an entire episode on that. I'll probably do somewhere <laughs> if you go and check. But leading versus managing is very critical. So do you trust yourself to lead is the next question to ask yourself, all right? Now, this last one, I'm going to spend a little more time here because this, this one is where most entrepreneurs get hung up, all right? Do you trust yourself to do what matters, do you trust yourself to do what matters? Because busy is a distraction. It's the ultimate distraction in our business, right? When we're busy, we feel good, right? We might feel tired, might feel exhausted, but boy, do we feel like we accomplished, right? We got something done today. I was busy from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then I went back at it and worked till midnight again. And boy, was I busy, right? But here's the thing, busy is not only a distraction, it's a deception. Busy is a deception because it's deceiving you and distracting you from your real purpose in the business, right? Just because you're always moving and doing something doesn't mean you're doing the right things, right? It doesn't mean that typing that email or working on that graphic for three hours is actually moving the business forward to your goals. Sure, you're busy, but it's distracting you from the purpose that you started your business in the first place. Right? When you delegate those tasks and that busy work, do you trust yourself to focus on what matters? That's the key here because you can get everything off your plate, but if you replace it with more busy work, you're no better off than, than when you had zero employees. Now, the opposite of that is true as well. When you delegate the tasks and the busy work to your staff, now you can focus on what matters. So do you trust yourself to do that? Do you trust yourself to earn more with the time you have. That's the critical point here, right? Just because you have more time, now you have to use that time to really dive deep and do the meaningful work, do the purposeful work. You have to trust yourself that you are good enough to do what matters in the business. Think of it this way, if you run a, a grocery store, right? And that's your passion, your dream, you wanna provide good food for people, is your time best spent stocking the shelves, right? Lo unloading the truck and stocking the shelves, or is it best spent marketing to people that need your food and connecting with the community that needs your food so that they know you exist? <laughs> that is the reason you started the business in the first place. Not to stock the shelves and people aren't just gonna randomly find you, some may, but you're leaving people out there that need you unless you're doing what matters. So do you trust yourself to do that big picture work and understand what that 5% of activity that actually matters in your businesses, right? 
Do you trust yourself to do that work, not be just doing something all the time because you feel you need to? Which brings up, we can dig even deeper here. I'm going to dig a little deeper. All right. So not only is it, do you trust yourself to do the big picture work, but do you trust yourself to be strong enough to deal with the possible guilt of not being busy all the time? This is a real thing. As an entrepreneur, we're just wired differently. You, you likely can relate to that, right? Always be doing something. Always have to be busy. Always have to do something, right? But remember, busy is, is a distraction. And so if we're not busy, if we're focused on just the deep work that we need to be doing in order to move the business forward, it's a very different kind of work, right? It, it takes a different skill set. It still takes energy. It's vitally important. Feelings of guilt, or I'm not doing enough, or they'll see me daydreaming and not working in the business. People will think I'm not working hard enough. This is, this is a legit thing. I've heard this. I've had this myself where I felt I had to constantly be doing something or I'd be judged that I wasn't doing enough for my business. We all hear the statistics, right? One out of five businesses fails within 12 months. 50% of businesses fail within the first five years. We all hear the statistics, right? Nobody wants to be that. Oh, I didn't give it enough. I didn't work hard enough. I didn't give it my all. But if you're giving it your all in the wrong place and not trusting yourself to really give your all, which is your purpose, your reason for being in business in the first place, you're doing, you're doing it backwards. Another part of trusting yourself to do the, the, the meaningful work is trusting yourself to not screw things up. I've been here, right? Things might be okay right now. You're probably generating revenue. You're probably making it work, right? You might be drowning on certain days, right? You're, you're putting out all the fires. You're doing all the stuff. But somehow it's working, right? You're, you're generating revenue. You're surviving day in and day out. It'll just go a little bit longer. And, and really, you're just treading water trying not to screw things up, right? So do you trust yourself? That when you get out of busy, that you'll be able to do what's right in order to right the ship and keep the ship actually going forward versus just staying stagnant, right? So that's a whole nother part of that trust. You can see how deep this can go, yet realize how important it is. Because those statistics, those businesses that fail, that 20% that fail in the first year and that 50% that fails within the first five years, they don't do this work. Those are the businesses that simply were busy and distracted and deceived about what their purpose was. It's not simply to do the work. You're not stocking shelves in your business. You're impacting people. Are you able to have the impact that you want from simply stocking the shelves? Think of the analogy back to the grocery store. Or is there bigger work needed from you and that trust you need in order to do that? That's the key here. That's this whole episode right there. You trust yourself to do the work that matters. Because when you do, that's when you realize that, yes, it's time that I grow my team. I don't need one person. I need three. I don't need three. I need seven. Right? And it just snowballs. I need to put processes in place. I need to have backup plans ready. I need to have people that I trust and are competent to do this. So that I can focus on things, that I can take a day to recharge myself, where I'll have more energy later, where I can fill up my own tank 
so that I'm ready to go even faster after the fact, right? Those are the, those are the ideas that come. That's the realization that comes when you, when you finally get this point. It's a game changer. And you may find that in your own business. Now, I promise you some takeaways. <laughs> I will not disappoint. All right, so let's get there. There's three things I'm going to mention that you can do right now in your business that can make a difference here. All right. Number one is allow mistakes, whether it's yourself and especially if you have a team, right? Even if you know the answer and somebody's about to do something wrong, allow them to learn. Allow yourself to learn. Give yourself the grace that just because something didn't go well, it's not a mistake. It's simply feedback that something needs to change. Right? And if you have a team member and they have an idea, it's not exactly how you would do it. Again, are you leading or managing? A manager is going to say, nope, do X, Y, Z. A leader, hey, try that. Let me know how it goes. Let's talk after that. Try that out. Let's evaluate after. They might surprise you. Maybe their way does work. Maybe it blows up in their face. And, and then you can have a conversation about, okay, here's what went wrong. You're allowing them to grow. You're allowing them to walk on their own, to learn to walk so they can run and run with you in your vision. All right, so allow mistakes. That's critical. And you'll find that to be very important for the culture of your business. Now, this doesn't mean let critical things happen, right? So if <laughs> uh, you're going to, you know, it's going to be detrimental to the business, right? Obviously, don't do that. Okay, there's a fine line here. You're, you're an entrepreneur, you're a smart person. If you're listening this far, you likely have a good head on your shoulders. Okay, so you, you know there's a line there. Don't let something destroy your business for the sake of learning. There's very few things that that would actually happen. But when you can allow mistakes, allow the learning around that, that's when your team and your culture expands and says, hey, okay, right? This company really does believe in me. I'm going to stay here for life. Right. And they grow with you and your team expands. All right. So that's number one, allow mistakes. You can do that right now. Number two, you can do this after you're done listening to this as well. Just share your vision. All right. So not only during the hiring process, that's important, but as you go and communicate with your vendors, with your customers, with your employees, with your team, whoever it may be, share that vision because it makes sure everybody's on board and they know what you stand for. And if you don't have your vision written out, that's a whole nother episode in itself. But create one, right? Where do I want to go? What do I see? What do I want to do? Right? Openly communicate this throughout your uh, communication. Oh, communicate that throughout your communication. Yeah, that's a little redundant, but you get my point. Okay. So share that with your team. Make sure that they understand how they're a part of that. All right. And if you're just hiring your team, that's fine. Put these habits in place now because you will later. Again, you can share that with your customers, with your vendors, with um, the, the virtual assistant you have, whoever it is, all right? Your family, share that vision. Make that a habit. Make sure everybody knows what you stand for and why you're doing what you do. All right, so one, allow mistakes. Two, share vision. Here's the third takeaway that you can implement right now. This one goes deeper as this episode has, all right? It's to ask yourself, where do you matter? in your business. Where do you matter? What is your zone of genius? You've probably heard that term, zone of genius. That's the area that you are gifted in. And as an entrepreneur, you have gifts, you have talents, and the world needs those gifts and talents. But where is that? 
again, it's not the minute details of graphic design that you don't know how to do or replying to emails or whatever else those li that busy work is. What is your zone of genius, right? Where in your business are you irreplaceable? Because 95% of your business is replaceable. I teach businesses how to design processes and systems to automate virtually everything in their business so that there, there are systems, right? But there's 5% that nobody else can do except you, that you're better than everybody else in this one area. Not only better, but irreplaceable in that area. What is that? Right? Where do you matter in your business? Take some time with that. Sit with that. Consider that. And you'll be glad you did because that is a game changer. Once you understand that, that's where you can focus. Remember, busy is a distraction. Busy is a deception. So the more you stray from that one area, that 5%, the further you get from your goals. Imagine if you can focus and zero in on that one area, on that 5%, how fast your business will grow then. Pretty exciting, isn't it? Right? So maybe at this point, you haven't decided to hire your team yet. All right, but the more you think about it, the more you're going to realize that's the fastest way to scale your business. When you add your team, when you grow your team, your business grows with you. It's not just everybody thinks growing your business is revenue. It's not just revenue. It's building the structure and the foundation around your entire business. There's much more to it besides just getting more sales, more customers. Right? It's the structure around it. That's critical. And when you find that you have the trust in others and in yourself, it becomes so much more easy to put it all into place. All right, more information, check out the website, josovatraining.com. We've got some free training there. It is Josova Training, so of course there's some training there. So check that site out, free trainings. Go over there, check it out. Uh, subscribe to the podcast as always. All right, you're going to want to listen to more of this. We've got more coming for you. This is always fun. Thank you for being here. Appreciate your time, and we'll see you on the next episode.